The Snyder Cut is real and is happening. Umbrella Academy Season 2 gets a release date. The Tenant drops a new trailer and more information and news on You Heard with Nerds. Welcome on into the podcast. I'm Brett. I'm Dorian. And we got some nerd news for y'all. Uh... Not a lot. Not a lot this week, Not but depending on who you are, this might be the biggest news of your hi- life. Yeah. In the history of everything here. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the first one being uh, our, uh, the cries of many. Okay. I don't even know if it's many. I don't know. They, it's the few. It, it was enough to, for them to like put up a billboard in New York. Uh, uh, yeah. New York Square or Times Square. Times Square. Yeah. So what we're talking about is the Snyder Cut for Justice, ba- League. Justice League is coming out and is happening. It's happening, guys. You yeah. did it. Congratulations. Uh, Everybody so that, can go home now. Everyone can go home now. So just just to give a little bit of context to people who might not know. So uh, basically when Justice League was being made um, a couple years back, Zack Snyder was, was the original a, director. A, on it that. was a complete cluster. If you ever saw that movie, it was. But that being said, Zack Snyder was the original director. He apparently filmed all of it, and uh, the studio looked at that and they said, "Yeah, we need to change some things." So they essentially booted Zack Snyder off the project, brought in Joss Whedon, mm-hmm. and he did reshoots. That's where we get the cringe word, worthy. Uh, mustache cgi on uh henry cavill yeah but uh yeah that's basically uh all we've ever uh so basically what joss whedon uh filmed and like spliced into the movie that's what we got from the theatrical release of justice league now that being said uh we are going to be getting the cut that Zack snyder initially intended here so yeah I mean, yeah, so basically uh, the way that this information came out, I think, was May 21st or May 20th. Uh, it was the end. I think it was the anniversary of Man of Steel, if I'm not mistaken. You might be right. I don't know. That. So any so Zack Snyder was having a watch live watch party uh, on I can't I don't know if it was the HBO Max platform. I don't I don't really know, but he was doing it live in uh and basically fans were able to zoom in and ask questions right yeah live chat or something like that and so um henry cavill shows up mm-hmm. and he's answering these questions with uh, you know with zach about about the film and one of them asks the question yeah being when when uh, so is this happening and when and if it if so when will it happen and yeah. then Zach kind of look not looks at at uh, Henry, but he goes like, "Hey Henry, when are we? When's this happening?" He's like, "Oh, it's happening!" Like they're kind of like going back and forth, and you're like, "What?" Yeah. And then we get a like a little trailer basically for the Snyder cut of you know uh, basically it's coming out in 2021. Yeah, kind of odd that they're <sighs> waiting like about six months to release this, but maybe that's just because they got some post-production stuff. They got to finish on the Snyder cut here. Yeah. What I'm really hoping for since they CGI that mustache off that they'll CGI a mullet on uh, Henry Cavill's head because in the comics yeah, and that story arc, he has a mullet. Yeah. Now is it confirmed that he will have the black suit? Uh, 
coming back or is that uh, I'm not really sure to be honest. Like I remember there being uh, inklings and leaks of what was in the Snyder Cut, but I don't think anyone actually knows b- beyond Zack Snyder. Yeah. Um, I f- I want to say uh, Black Suit Superman was a thing for his cut, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I remember there being like some mention or some talks about Superman coming in the black suit. I don't know if that was something that was scrapped from Joss Whedon's side or Zack Snyder's side, but great question. I I'm not sure. Um, I guess yeah. we'll see yeah. in 2021. So. Yeah, I guess so. Here, um, I am really surprised by this. Uh, it's cool. I think it's a it's a cool thing. Like, you know, take Sonic for instance. Oh yeah, everyone was outraged over the the CGI. Yeah, so they literally delayed that movie. What like six or seven months? Roughly, yeah. Uh, to basically make it good, and the movie was pretty good. Um, yeah, no, I mean. Yeah, I can't imagine how uh, poorly that movie would have performed if they oh kept gosh. if they kept weird. with their original direction. But uh, no, it's a uh, no. I mean, this is definitely. I think we're kind of seeing the age of like fan driven media, and you know that could be a double edged yeah. sword potentially. Oh, so we will we'll see. We haven't like gotten like an example just quite yet where it's uh, been a double-edged sword or like, you know, it's turned out for the worst. Maybe this might be the first, uh, first case of it. Maybe, maybe not. We'll see. But yeah, I mean, so kind of, kind of what the, the message here is, is if you complain enough, yeah. you'll get what you want. Yeah. Squ- squeaky oil gets the, the grease here. Yes. Yeah. The squeaky wheel gets the grease, I guess. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Man, I bought that, didn't I? You did. Uh, but no, I mean, here's the deal is like, I understand, like, if you, like, as a director, as a filmmaker, having feedback is a good thing. Like, sure. So I, I would say that this is something I adhere to. Individuals in and of themselves sometimes can be uh, make wise decisions. Yeah. Huge groups of people are idiots. They're like when you have that huge group of people that just think a certain way and sure, you know, they're all about whatever. Like, okay, so the Snyder Cut thing. Let's take that for instance. Like, I never thought it would happen. Like I was, I was, I was with how anything has ever happened in the history of, of film. Yeah. Like you, even if it was a bad movie, I feel like out of respect for whoever made that movie, you're not going to be like, like, yeah, I feel like I feel for Joss Whedon at this point. Kind of. Yeah. It's like all, all your actors too were against you. So, or at least Henry Cavill. Yeah. And I think Jason Momoa has taken to social media and said, I, I oh, think the Snyder Cut. I think Ben but Affleck as well. Yeah. Here's something I think we both agree on is that it's probably not going to be any better. No, no. It'll and, be different. No. And that's some people might like it better. So, all right. I go, go on your rant. Yeah. Give me five minutes here. Maybe, maybe 20. That's I don't fine. Know, that's but, fine. We got time. Uh, so, okay. So yeah, no, I agree with you. Like I am surprised that we actually got this here. I mean, it's, um, uh, you know, like I said, I think we were starting to creep into the age of fan directed, you know, uh, directing or media or something like that. But I think this is going to be the hardest that people have ever petitioned for what is essentially going to be a mediocre product. Right. I mean, let's be real. There's a reason why that the studio brought on Joss Whedon. Yeah. It's probably because the Snyder cut is Not probably, good. probably a, a hot pile of garbage. Probably. Like, probably. And, you know, it's. And I think when people see this movie, they'll probably understand, like, oh, that's why they didn't want us 
to actually see us <laughs> because it's not good. Yeah. But that being said, I mean, let's uh, go back even further. So we have, uh, you know, BVS comes out complete yeah. dumpster fire here yeah. for the most part. Maybe like one or two things about that movie are actually decent or, you mm-hmm. know, salvageable. But then they uh, released the director's cut and that was supposed to be the thing. Oh, this is going to fix all the problems with the movie. This is going to make it 10 times better. And it flushes out maybe one or two things. It's just longer. It's just longer and more drawn out and it doesn't fix the movie. It's still a bad movie. Here. Yeah. So, no, I think uh, this is going to be a similar situation. I think all the people who uh, said, yeah, we want this. We want this now. We deserve this. It's like, did you guys forget who who you are petitioning for? This is Zack Snyder. He's a terrible director. I mean, he does he does not write well. He, he like does like maybe a few cool action scenes, some cool things with cinematography, even though he CGI's the heck out of like every project that he's on here, but no, it's Zack Snyder. Like this is not like Christopher Nolan's like lost movie or, uh, Martin Scorsese's like, uh, undiscovered masterpiece. This is just literally a guy who, uh, essentially ran the DCEU into the ground by basically, uh, some blind studio execs giving him the case of the kingdom and say, Hey, make us an MCU for us, but only with like DC characters. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't know what kind of like. Here's the deal, uh, Zack Snyder. I th- I I don't know what else he's directed outside of Man of Steel and the DC movies he's done. He's done uh, three hundred decent movie. Decent movie. He did uh, Watchmen. Never saw it. Yeah, not great. Yeah, in, in my opinion, that's I what mean. I hear. Uh, and then he also did uh, that one. That one movie uh, Alex really liked, uh, Sucker Punch. Oh, he did that. He did that. Yeah. Oh, see, I did, that movie was okay. Uh, yeah. Well, but it's no, like nothing to really, in my opinion. Okay, so uh, I don't know what he's done since then, but um, I just don't like. I'm I'm on the hundred percent on the same page as you. Like this, this I think raises more questions than it does gives people answers as to like what is actually going on at warner brothers yeah like like what kind of constraints maybe someone left and now they're able to do this like i just feel like as a company you would want to protect your 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 employees or whatever and be like no we're not going to release this crap like yeah we're going to protect our name or maybe maybe they know like you said it's a hot pile of garbage and let's let Zack snyder fall on his face because he's not doing anything for us again right so what's where's the harm in that well not to mention too it's like you know it might just be a way to shut up like all these people because I mean, that, yeah, that's what the, I'm thinking. The, these fans literally went out and bought out a, you know, yeah, a sign. Like I mentioned earlier in uh times square saying, release the Snyder cut. <laughs> Someone's got money. They pulled money together to do this. And Warner brothers is like, all right, you know what you want it? We'll give it to you. It ain't great, but it yeah. will give it to you. But no, it's uh again, it's going to be probably the, the big thing that like, oh yeah, everybody petitioned for this and it was just a pile of garbage basically. Yeah. Um, I mean, come on. Has anybody seen Batman V Superman recently? I mean, it's, I haven't watched it since. Right. But I mean, I don't even know when, but I mean, it's like the plot in that movie is like, like almost incomprehensible. You have, there's a lot, going uh, on. a huge plot point that's based on two characters 
uh, having like their mothers share the last name here. First name. Or yeah, Martha. first name. Yeah, yeah, my bad. But yeah, it's honestly just like it boggles my mind that Zack Snyder still has people that support him after all this is said and done here. I think just people are just ultimately just disappointed by the justice league movie Mm -hmm. and they just want some semblance of hope that there is an actual good movie. So will this, will this Snyder cut be just justice league or is it Batman V Superman and justice league? I think it's just justice league. Okay. Yeah. Because I'm like, you finished Batman v Superman, that was trash. So what's yeah, what's the difference going to be? Yeah, exactly. All right, well let's let's uh, stop talking about something that we'll probably not watch. Like, I mean, I, I mean, I might watch it out of pure like speculatory, yeah, yeah curiosity, investigative journalism. Yeah, exactly. You know, like <laughs> maybe we'll do a deep dive on how bad it is. You know, I, and compare the two. I I feel like just because of how much uh, you know media presence and how much. Uh, uh, attention this thing has gotten we might just have to just yeah i might i'll i'll, I'll probably just watch it out of spite in all honesty right but, but uh follow up question on this so i think the underlying thing that a lot of people aren't paying attention to is this, on this news is this is coming to hbo max mm-hmm. not dc universe no yeah. So is DC Universe pretty much on its uh, last legs? So, um, so what I've heard is that they're kind of rolling DC Universe into the HBO Max app. Right. Like the the DC Universe app won't. I don't think will be well, supported anymore. Yeah, it won't be standalone. It'll but it, be it'll, part of something. Yeah. So like kind of how I view it, you know, Disney Plus has all those different buttons. You have Marvel. You have Star Wars. It's going to be similar to that. Yeah. No. It right. Makes so sense. you got like your Game of Thrones. You got your DC Universe. I think it's the DC Universe brand will still exist well right because i mean you see like uh, logo and everything you'll be have titans you'll have which i still want to watch that show yeah like exactly uh and so well yeah because um i know that um i think doom patrol ended up coming to hbo service Watchmen ended up uh being produced by hbo you have the green lantern uh show that's coming to hbo so yeah i I think you are correct like they're gonna just uh, basically fuse them together and just call it good. Yeah. I think it makes the most sense. Like the biggest, the biggest problem with DC universe is it's too expensive. Yeah, no. And it's honestly, you know, granted, I mean, yeah, sure. You get like somewhat of a decent back catalog, you know, you got Batman beyond Batman, the animated series, teen Titans, young justice, and you know some original. all the old like DC movies like right. Superman and Batman, right? Superman and Batman, and you get also that. Uh, um, you also get like you know some some new original stuff like a third season of uh, Young Justice, Titans. Yeah, and, I haven't seen that either, which I really want to. Yeah, but uh, no. That being said, it's like again, I think it's kind of like the problem that uh, Disney Plus is kind of running into is just like they don't have like enough new content coming to really like support somebody to say, okay, yes, I will stay on this for an entire year or justify staying on this for an entire year. But totally like it, it's a, it's a binge and dump kind of service. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I mean, I speaking of young justice. Yeah. Uh, do you, you do you know who voiced uh, Robin slash Nightwing? I do not know. Oh, okay. I was just going to make a mass singer reference. Oh, so Jesse McCartney. Yeah. I don't know if you know who that is, but hey, he was on the mass singer. Uh, he got second place. He did not win. He should have won. Okay. But he voices Robin. And really? Madeline. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. Amazing singer. Really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. But anyway, 
All right, so uh, with the coronavirus, uh, masks have been a hot item. Oh, yeah, big time. Uh, and that does not exclude Bane masks. Yeah. So if, apparently they're selling out everywhere for whatever reason. Yep, No. nobody cared who I was till I put on the mask. <laughs> I guess not. So these aren't special masks, are they? No, They. The, so that's the thing that honestly boggles my mind about this news. Is So like according to IGN, uh, basically everywhere is uh, getting sold out of like Bane masks, like costume.com, buycostumes.com, halloweencostumes.com are all sold out of like plastic Bane mask. Yeah. And all the meanwhile, Etsy <clears throat> has been selling uh, over like 150 variations of cloth Bane masks, which Makes I don't even sense. know what those even look like here. But none of these are medically approved. They're not N95 masks. Uh. So I don't know if people just want to look fashionable during the pandemic here Probably, or something honestly. like that. I mean, well, a lot of places are requiring you to have a mask to even come into their place, which that, is bullcrap. Yeah, but. no, I mean that. I mean that. So like, if you just put on like a Bane mask, be like, oh yeah, no, this is a uh, this is my ticket in here, you know, yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't want to go on a tangent about this, but you know, I like you know the only the the only mask that will actually protect you is the n95 mask it is yeah the other ones honest like have like people are now saying that they cause more harm than they do like not yeah like no. just don't wear a mask pretty much yeah. yeah well i mean you know i know there's uh i know there's uh some controversy about like oh like you know people wearing a mask it doesn't do anything it's like eh, no it does i mean because like people who've had tuberculosis and other like uh, respiratory spread diseases, they use N95s way before coronavirus was even a thing here. So, I mean, no, yeah, that's what I'm saying. N95 is a hundred percent, but the, just the basic cloth ones you could buy from Etsy aren't yeah, going to do much no, for you. Not, not at all. Um, so, um, but you know, beyond that, I mean, this is an interesting thing. This is a good side hustle to get into. If you really want to make some money right oh, now. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. No, I, like, well, everywhere is sold out here, but it's kind of like, my aunt's been making them, but she's been donating them to yeah. like hospitals and no, stuff. No, that's cool. But it's it's kind of like I don't know. Like, uh, I'm I'm just gonna get on some vague references, but like you know, like how like in some like video games, I'm thinking like specifically like RPGs, you have to have like some sort of like item of uh, oh yeah clothing or some sort of like badge or some sort to of get membership into a to place get, to get into a place. That's yep. basically what that's these Costco. And, yeah, that's what these uh, masks are basically yeah. Uh, doing here. Yeah, yeah. Which is uh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, so uh, back to kind of movie TV news. Um, Umbrella Academy season two dropped a teaser uh, for season two. Okay. And so uh, I watched season one. I actually enjoyed it quite a bit. Okay. Um, it's not a normal superhero show, I would say. No, I would not say that at all. Uh, there's a lot of interesting elements to it. I didn't read the comics uh, at all that these are made from. Um, so basically what we got was this, the next season of Umbrella Academy uh, comes out July 31st. So about two months from uh, when they released the, the the trailer for it, which yeah. is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm glad. I love how Netflix follows this model where it's like, Hey, we're gonna give you like a month or two to get ready for this. Yeah. Not a couple years. Well, this, that's really nice. Well, it's also one of those things where it's like, th at the same time, Netflix is a very uh, guilty uh, uh, suspect in the whole like, hey, we're not going to release our uh, show 
on a yearly uh, schedule here. You know, you don't expect like, uh, you know, Stranger Things season four to necessarily come out like one year after season three debuted. Here. Right. Yeah. It's totally different because I think season one premiered in like February or March of 2019, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, of uh, Umbrella? Yeah. And, yeah, and so maybe, it's, yeah. it's just like a couple months off, but it's not necessarily yeah a big deal. Like yeah, it's not that big I, of a deal per se. I didn't even know they were making a season two. Like uh, I, I think I heard they were getting renewed, but I had heard nothing beyond that. Okay. Um. So for the for the video, uh, so there's I don't know if you watched season one. Did you I watch season one? I watched like maybe about three or four episodes of season one. I I, I couldn't get into it. It was too weird for me. Yeah, I mean, uh, I feel like it would be a show you really liked, but that's the thing. Like, you know, superhero stuff is typically up my alley, but I think I don't know. It was just, I think it just kind of got like too weird into like the comic book uh, side of things for me. Like, you got like uh, a, a robot wife, you got like a monkey that uh, is like overseeing things, you got like some weird dance number that happens like in the first episode and right. stuff like that. Yeah, so a little, a little bit, of, yeah. So that dance number yeah. is basically the the promo for season two because everyone's still qu- is quarantining right now. Oh, and so they did like the little dance things in their own little rooms, which oh. is pretty funny. Okay. Like, right. uh, and then um, Ben, uh, who who I uh, I can't remember. His superhero name, but basically turns into the monster in the flashbacks. He's dead oh, yeah. and, and talks to right. Yeah, it talks to um, um, what's his name? His brother. I don't know. Yeah. Like the one that can talk to the dead. Yeah, the one that's like the junkie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so he's gonna be a big part of season two, I'm guessing, because yeah. at the at the end of season one, you get like they time travel back basically somehow with uh the that yeah, the, kid's powers. The, the, one, the one kid that can like teleport and yeah. stuff like that yeah that was another weird thing too about like uh well i guess one of the things that kind of turned me off about that show is like so uh so the one kid who can like you know time travel uh-huh. he, he travels to like what 50 years to the future or like some, something like that to like the wasteland here ends up coming back he, you first see him as like an old man when he's coming through the portal, but he's like, Oh, I actually maintain, uh, this young, uh, appearance as a boy for reasons here. You know, I'm like, okay, that literally makes no sense here, but whatever. Yeah. I don't know how they elaborate on that. I think it was because he did He didn't, he said that I think, but I think he actually messed up going back. Like he was, like, he should have been go able- back further or something like, well, that. I don't know. Like, well, so the reason he's in that body still, he, he messed up, I think when he wanted to go back to. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think that's why he's kind of stuck in that body, but okay, I have no idea. Um, it's been a, a, over a year since I've seen it, but fair enough. So, um, I mean, it, it, I think it's cool that we're getting that. Um, I'm, I'm at least excited for, you know, uh, Today, as the day of filming or you know recording this podcast, it's uh, May twenty second, and in a week, yeah. Space Force comes out. Yeah, which I'm excited for. That's one of the season, one of the series I'm excited for. And then Umbrella Academy is probably gonna be the next one I watch. But I mean, at least for the for the near future, we have something to watch. Yeah, no, that is it, true. It seems like we've got nothing for a while. Yeah, like a, a long while. Well, yeah, because I mean, right now we should be. In- talking about a quiet place too we should have been talking about fast nine fast nine yeah all these all these other movies that were supposed to be coming out that got pushed or delayed or mulan yeah mulan yeah that was another one yeah but freaking corona corona all right so uh real quick uh gaming 
gaming little tidbit uh, that was apparently news. I don't know why this was news. <laughs> I was on IGN's uh, like front of the page. Like they're they're hurting for for information. Uh, I feel like right now. Oh, for everybody! Articles. Like this week, everybody. I feel like is yeah. Hurting. Yeah. So good news: your horse and ghost of, of Tsushima cannot be killed. Well, that's pretty neat. That's pretty neat. Uh, what games does your horse die? Uh, Red Dead Redemption. Do they come back? They do not. Oh, okay, because in Metal Gear, your horse can die, but it comes right back. Right, yeah. Uh, Skyrim, I think your horse can die and not come back. Oh, Zelda. Zelda, yeah. Um, but here's the deal. Yeah. I don't really care. Yeah. No, I, I mean, <laughs> I mean, this is like... This it's is, a vehicle, essentially. Right. Right? I mean, essentially, like this could have been like put into that big news dump of... Uh, that we had last, last week, week yeah. yeah, but whatever. I honestly just don't think they cared to mention it because it didn't really matter that much. Probably not, no. I mean, like, like you know, they IGN probably went to uh, Sucker Punch and say, guys, you got to give us something for this week. Here. We're, we're, <laughs> like, like our children are starving. Yeah. Uh, well, let's talk about some good news. Uh, so the new 1010 trailer. The Tenant. Yeah, the new 1010 uh, trailer premiered in Fortnite of all places yeah so so look, which is this movie gonna be rated r because i feel like this is not the place I, i'm to... pretty sure it's gonna be pg-13 but okay but let, let's let's get into that real quick here just because so for for starters like i get it Fortnite, huge platform they've done stuff for like movies in the past like you know they tied in infinity game and end game or sorry infinity war and end game together right they um they had like promotion for uh, Star Wars, uh, Rise of Skywalker. Uh, they did that one concert for uh, Travis Scott. Yeah, for Travis yeah. Scott. That was apparently like huge. Like they apparently like 23 million people. That's insane. To uh, me. Yeah. Basically uh, tuned in for that. So, I mean, yeah, sure. This makes sense from like a platform standpoint. It's just like this movie, I don't feel like is like the movie that. Uh, that like really um, speaks to like the majority of Fortnite players, which is like, you know, middle schoolers, like 10 year olds, 12 year olds. Right. Or us. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, sometimes, but I mean, like yeah, it, it's a, it's a weird spot for it out of it, all places. It, it, to it, premiere. It, it's a weird spot just because it's like, I feel like, you know, this is going to be just based on the trailer going to be more of like a thinking man's movie you're kind of have to like really like pay attention you have to kind of familiarize yourself with like you know the little details about this movie oh it's yeah gonna be, this is a rewatch movie this is going to be something that i feel like is going to be directed more towards a, an older audience yeah, here 100 and yeah it's like okay let's uh let's go for the lowest common denominator right here yeah. basically which is Fortnite. which i'm sure right after the premiere they pop it popped up everywhere like i saw it oh, on youtube so. yeah no same same here yeah. um let's talk about the trailer itself yeah let's do that so uh what are your first impressions because i okay. mean I'll, I'll just start with one sentence okay very weird trailer yeah i mean it's it definitely I feel like raises more questions than answers. It, yes. it probably answers some questions that we had from <clears throat> the very first trailer that mm -hmm. we got from uh, the Rise of Skywalker premiere. But yeah, I mean, uh, just general impressions. The fighting reminds me of Jason Bourne. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Which you know, if uh, you listen to our Thursday throwback Bourne Ultimatum, I literally said like, you know, I really want like a spiritual successor 
to like this thing. So this could be. <laughs> I mean, thrown in with a lot of like uh, sci-fi, like yeah, yeah sure, sure. Could but be. I mean, it's espionage. Yeah, it's, totally. You know, it They're seems like to stop World War Three. Yes, as it said in the trailer. Yep, exactly. Um, so and I mean the. I think the sci-fi part of this movie real really takes uh, the center uh, stage in this uh, trailer. So you get uh, basically a uh, it looks like possible telekinesis by u- using time manipulation for the most part. Uh, looks like there's g- rewinding time is going to be a big factor in this movie. Yeah, uh, and it's go- it's honestly going to be Christopher Nolan's trippiest movie since uh, Inception here. I mean, overall, I'm just uh, I'm very interested to see uh, where this movie is going. Yeah. I mean, it's it's definitely piqued my interest. I don't know uh, if I'm probably gonna have to watch it quite a few times to really understand totally. what's going on. I'm also gonna have to. Uh, but the interesting thing uh, that I picked up on this trailer is uh, it doesn't. It didn't have a, re- a release date at the end of it. It's just no. like coming to cinemas here. So coming to theater. It- I think the big, or- the the big stretch like the big push of it was we're not going to release this early. Well, and that's a th- I I don't know how much you know about Christopher Nolan, but he's made like very uh very like uh I know very little about him. Fair enough, but very long op-eds about why the theater experience matters here. It totally does. Yeah, especially for the movies he makes. Exactly. So so I don't think you'll ever see him like put something on VOD before it goes to no, theater. No, yeah. But what 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 were your impressions of the trailer? So like I said, as, as to me it was just a, it was a very odd trailer. Like you said, it raises more questions than gives us answers, which is fine because this is trying to stimulate yeah, us cur- as an audience to cur- want to go see it. Yeah, right? curiosity here. Yeah. So it doesn't give you more, much more than the previous trailer. No, not not much more. Not really. Uh, I have a couple of quotes in here. Uh, so all uh, one of the quotes says, "All I have for you is a word, tenant." And yeah. this is a guy explaining it to the main character. Yep. Uh, he said, "Use it carefully." So, like, my question is: Is this an ability this guy has? Is this a drug this guy was, or some kind of thing that this guy was exposed to, which gave him this ability? Right. Um, why is it him? Right. And right. so there's like all these questions of, uh, you know. He's he's discovering this with the audience. It seems like yeah, no. Um, so uh, the fighting is very similar to Born. Yep. I wrote that down as well. Uh, he can communicate with the future. So like, so a, that was a quote. Yeah. So a possible precognition type thing going right. on. Yeah. And then previously he said that he has he, uh, he has to have an idea of where they're heading, uh, like as far as like what kind of scenario they're heading into in order to use Tenet. Right. What. Like if that's in a, his the that's what they're referring to as whatever ability he has. So I mean, it might not just be like you know general precognition. Like you have to like ha- it has like limitations or there's certain parameters you have to adhere to in order to use it potentially. Oh yeah, um, and so it, he said uh, it's a uh, it's not time travel. It's something called inversion. Right. Which uh, another which is a quote, and then another quote at the end towards the end of the trailer it says. It's reversing the flow of time, which is what we see carried out like visually in right. a lot of uh, a lot of the little snippets of the trailer. You have like uh, things like falling, like that would fall from a hand, like you know, 
uh, be rewound right back to like their starting position, like a gun in a hand or something like that, or like bullet holes or right. And that was one of the other things is there's another quote that the lady says when he's at the shooting range. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he was like he shot and it and it the bullet hole disappeared and, and then he's like huh and then she's like it's not you're not shooting the bullet you're catching it yeah like the bullets reversing into the gun and yeah I was like what the heck yeah I'm like I, I like this movie's gonna break my brain up <laughs> oh totally and then the, another quote was uh, there are people in the future in the future who need us we need a tenant yeah um, so that so this whole thing might have been like a like there might be something that happens in the future that has to be prevented in the past. So I mean, it's almost like it reminds me of a minority report in in that sense of the precogs and all that stuff. Yeah. So they might, so the people in the future might have like sent them like the tenant technology, uh, to the past to prevent like what's going to happen in the future. Which that's interesting too, because we see certain scenes, people wearing oxygen masks. Right. Yeah. Um, kind of like on an inhibitor, kind of like someone who has asthma, like an asthma treatment almost. Yeah. Um, so I'm interested if that's like, if that's like the toll of like using tenant or yeah, or time or when they do use it, they have to be hooked up to that. Like, yeah, and maybe if they're using a lot of whatever that is at once. Yeah, and my, there, there's going to be some bad dudes in suits. That's what we've seen too. Oh yeah, that also have this ability. Yeah, potentially. Potentially, yeah. But I was I was very interested by this trailer. Yeah, I'll probably watch it a couple more times to kind of figure out more. But yeah, no, I I at least watched it like about three times here. So I'm super pissed, honestly, about this movie not coming out soon. I mean, well, here's the thing. Apparently, was it 2021 release? No, it's a. Uh, it's July, but uh, but that being said, Warner Brothers was July. Yeah, Warner Brothers has said that uh, is sticking by the statement that this movie is still coming out in July. But uh, apparently, there's a. Uh, it's not. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, I well, I think they're probably just kind of doing a wait and see. That's why you don't see the release date at the end of the trailer. So I think there is, I guarantee is a 2021 now or, or if anything into summer, mm-hmm. like August, September, something. Yeah. I mean, um, I mean, which would be a really, uh, that'd be a real shame just because obviously we won't have any movies to watch this summer. No. Um, and you would probably clean up. Yeah. What did we talk about? Uh, the, there's some movie coming out like uh, soon and it's like, or maybe we talked about last week. I can't remember. My brain's all busted, but talking about how like any movie that comes out this summer is going to make a crap ton of money. Yeah. Because I mean, it's a clear field. Yeah. There's, there's no, n- nothing in competition with you. Yeah. DC. Now is your time. Just go make a movie real quick and then put it out. Yeah. Just film it on your iPhone here yeah, or something. It'll be better than BBS. <laughs> you know, you're probably right. <laughs> but, uh, you know, but at the same time, I mean, it seems weird that you would like do this big promotion with Fortnite to uh, show this movie. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you're going to just just to delay it. So it seems kind of odd at, yeah. at the same point. What I'm guessing is they probably already had a contract with uh, them. Yeah, maybe. Pre-corona. Uh, and they just had to kind of follow through with it. Maybe, yeah. But they probably already paid the money. Like, why not? That's, we'll prob- do. that's probably why it was not like uh, announced with like all that much fanfare. We literally learned about it the day of. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. All right. Well, that's it for our nerd news. We're going to head into our roundtable review. Dorian, take it away. So 
uh, this uh, past Monday, community table uh, read for competitive yes. or cooperative polygraphy. Polygraphy. Polygraphy, yeah. 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 So, uh, what did you think? I, I felt lots of things watching this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, this is on YouTube for those of you who want to watch. Uh, so, yeah, for all the people who... You know, I watched it 10 years ago, or like me and Dorian. You yeah. know, this is a really cool experience uh, to see the cast back together. Yeah. Now, honestly, for the people who didn't, you know, we're hipsters when it comes to stuff like community. Oh, yeah. No, like. We were watching it every season where it was almost going to get canceled halfway through the season. Yeah. Um, uh, but, you know, this this was a really cool idea. I mean, uh, you know, we got the community one, which was great. Honestly, I like the 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 Parks and Rec one a lot. Yeah, no, the Parks and Rec one I think is the gold standard in terms of like how to do this whole Corona, yeah, uh, charity uh, episode type I, format here. I thought this was great too, though. Yeah, no, it was it was a good time. Um, so the entire cast is back for the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and in, so Walter Goggins, who plays the uh, pol- like the polygraph guy. Yeah. Um, he couldn't be on the show for whatever reason, right? Uh, for that, for the table read, so they they pulled some some mighty weight of some kind. They sure did, and they got the Mando Lorian. Yeah, well, one third of the Mandalorian, the voice yeah. of the Mandalorian, Pedro yeah. Pascal. Yeah, which I that actually blew my mind here. That okay, Dan Harmon has that pull, and you know, yeah, I don't know. Apparently, like, yeah, Pedro Pascal is just like. Yeah, no, I'll do it. You know, I mean, he's friends with the Russo brothers, like because the Russo brothers were on his show for a long time. That, yeah, that, so I'm guessing he talked to his Disney connection and was like, "Hey, <laughs> can you get the Mandalorian on my show?" Yeah, I mean, nobody has more pull in Hollywood right now than the Russo brothers. No, yeah, yeah, good on Dan for having that connection. Yeah, honestly, yeah, honestly. Um, so, uh, what was even interesting down to the details of the theme song? They got the, the, the writer and. The, the yeah. artist to actually do it live on the show. Yeah, just like strum his guitar and just sing, yeah. just sing the lyrics. Yeah. So this blew my mind because I thought a girl sang it. Really? Yeah. Okay. I always I always figured it was a dude. See, I always figured it, the voice was just so high. I was like, dang, it just always sounded like a girl to me. Yeah. And it was the guy from the '88s. So I didn't know that. Um. So that was kind of that was actually really cool. I liked that a lot. Yeah, uh, and they're all like kind of like dancing, like kind of like dancing yeah. the music as it's happening because you know he popped in on Zoom. It was well, all I mean, taking place over Zoom. Yeah, I mean, what what else are you gonna do when like you right. yeah. have a theme theme song play? I mean, you're, you're totally you're kind of a schmuck if you don't dance. Like yeah, and just but whatever. But yeah, and I, I think that that was that was cool. Uh, my only gripe was like the audio would cut out sometimes when when someone we sing something and they try to it tries to cut to someone else. Right. Which that happens in Zoom a lot. It does, yes. Um so I was okay with it, but it was just kind of like I wish they would have uh, had some kind of backup audio type of thing where they could have like yeah edited it, in there yeah. or something like that. Yeah. But I mean overall it was pretty good the as far as quality goes. Uh so Jim Rash is not in this episode. Yeah. Uh, who plays the, the dean, dean? Yeah. Dean Pelton. So he played the lie detector lady Mara, uh, and then also like kind of like the ancillary characters that you know maybe had a line or two. Like yeah, he would play exactly. those characters. Yep. Which so that was cool to have Jim in there. Uh, Donald Glover, aka Troy Barnes, mm-hmm. of course stole the show. Yeah. Best part of the whole thing was him and Abed. Yeah, and even Abed, was, he he has very little lines in this episode, but a lot of the lines Troy 
says are gold. I Complete never, gold. I never went to Legoland. I yeah. just wanted you guys to, to think, think I was cool. cool. Yeah. So good. I mean, as per usual for Troy or like uh, when they're uh, questioning him about like the secret handshake. Oh, hey, gosh. Like, yeah. Hey, the polygrapher lady says lie. She's, he's like, silence, wench. Yeah. <laughs> silence, wench. Yeah. Uh, and it's a super good uh, Troy Barnes episode, but it is, he yeah. doesn't skip a beat. Like no. he jumped right in a character. Like you felt like it was actually Troy. Uh, I, and I would say most of the cast doesn't, with the exception of Britta and Chang, in my opinion. Yeah, I would say that those are the two that that didn't feel like their characters, like everyone else did. Hmm. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know why. That's just kind of the vibe I got. I mean, I kind of felt that way, but not for those two. Mostly it was for like uh, Shirley. I oh, think. see, I think Shirley did a good job. I mean, I don't know, just because like. Like I have the, I I remember that episode like you know in the actual season five. Episode. I just watched it, yeah, yeah, like pretty vividly. So like, there's parts where like, uh, <clears throat> you know, Shirley like uh, has like a harsher tone on like some yeah, of the things that, that she says. I and agree stuff with that. Like yeah. that. So maybe that's why. I, Could be. Yeah. I just think Gillian did not get to do a good job of acting in this episode, as Fair far enough. as like the Zoom conference. Yeah. And same with. Uh, with Ken Jeong, I was just like, they're not even really trying, it seems like. Yeah, no, they're just kind of... Like, getting, no preparation. Well, get, getting together, just having fun for the Yeah, and I was here. like, you're... Okay, I understand that. That's fine. But, like, also, it's like, you have people who haven't seen it. Like, there hasn't been episodes in five years. Yeah. You know, at least do your due, due diligence to try. Yeah. Like, all of Donald's beats, like, yeah. the, his tone, his, his, comedic, his, his comedic expression. Yeah, yeah, everything was on point. Yeah. Like he put in work, you could tell to make sure that his performance was was well received. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, yeah, I love the Legoland quote. That's a great quote. Yeah, uh, I like the insight into what is actually what's actually on the script. I thought like all the direction. So Dan Harmon was giving all the direction pieces on the script. Right. Yeah, describing like all the things that um uh, that that we see, that but we, we see. don't necessarily know is on paper. Right. You know? Yeah. Exactly. So I thought that was really cool. It was kind of a cool insight. Yeah. Um, Troy and Abed are in mourning. Yeah. And then, you say mourning with a U? Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, and then you have the quote, uh, uh, the polygrapher says his name. He's like, easy for you to say. And us. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, my, na- my name is Mr. Stone. And yeah. this Troy just pipes up. That's easy for you to say. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know where he was going with I, that. I think he was just on edge because of the funeral and stuff <laughs> that they just got back from. But, yeah. Uh, but I, I, I just I just love that line here. It's just classic Troy Barnes. Oh, totally. Yeah. Uh, I like Joel McHale a little bit more now. Because I feel like he probably did the best job of being in character. Yeah, I think you might be right on that here. Which Like I mean, tone and everything. I mean, to be fair. I him think, and Donald. I think like. It's just him playing himself. Yeah, exactly. So. I, I was about to say, like, I think. Jeff Winger is very similar to Joe McHale in real life. Probably. Here. I mean, just with maybe just a l- little less narcissism. Who knows? Yeah. Um, what's interesting to hear is like uh, Allison Brie talk. Yeah. Because her voice is a lot lower than Annie's. Yeah. Which is like really odd to me. I was just like, okay. Yeah. Because you see that from like Diaz in Brooklyn 99 as well, where she talks at a lower register. Yeah. So she's the opposite. She talks a lot higher. Yeah. And re- in like uh, real life. And then on the show, she talks a lot lower. Oh, really? Uh-huh. I mean, because her, her character is definitely more gravelly and, yeah. you know, she's a cop where Annie's like this 
really yeah. preppy girl like yeah and, and preppy, probably isn't yeah. i don't know yeah but she has just this like kind of like lower voice which was kind of weird to hear well it's also been like because she's like probably what like maybe mid-20s in that show or something like that yeah i don't think your voice really changes too much after that though yeah i don't know i mean it could just be like it could be like a little bit of time could be too yeah, by, yeah totally i don't know uh, the doomsday plan is hilarious. Yeah. I remember, I was remembering that like, uh, <laughs> the, I was like, yeah, we got a couple of bug out bands with gold coins and condoms. And then I was like, wait, how, in my head, I was like, how did you get the gold coins? Yeah. Like how much money do you, did you guys have and just blow it all in gold? I mean, good for you for investing. Yeah, no, good. Honestly, that's probably like the smartest thing that they've done the entire show here. But, yeah. uh, oh, another, another great one. It's not written on here, but, uh, when they're talking about like uh, how Annie is uh, overcharging Troy and Ahmed oh, for the yeah. rent, it's like, oh wow, we like, like we could have had an extra ten dollars a month. We could have bought a tire for our tire swing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think he said we've been uh, washing paper plates and, and making our making own, own toothpaste. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah. Um, you get the handshake bombshell in this yeah. episode, obviously. Yeah, Troy never invented it. No, he basically saw a YouTube video. Yep. Uh, and then Abed's been catfishing Annie for a long time. Yeah, all for the na- the sake of breakfast. Yeah, pancakes. Yep. Because she'd hum and make pancakes for them every morning that yep. she's in a relationship with this guy that Abed made up. Yeah. It just shows kind of how manipulative Abed actually is. Yeah. Because he is extremely manipulative. Oh, big time, yeah. Um, uh... And then I thought another really funny part was because uh, Pedro was uh, Pedro Pascal was reading all those lines, and when it gets to the there's this, a scene where basically he's giving his bequeathments to every uh, character, yeah. Pierce, because he had passed away, and so uh, everyone was getting uh, sperm bank. Like a sperm cylinder, basically. Yeah, a sperm cylinder uh, for like uh, any future uh, Pierce babies that they want to have or something yeah. like that. And so but, the best part is him breaking, Pedro breaking oh, over he, reading it. Like he, like he had to take like five minutes to get through that entire uh, that entire scene just because he kept on he kept on <laughs> laughing through the entire thing, and yeah. it was hilarious. I think the breaks were the best part, or like when they'd go to like finish an act, yeah, and then like Dan made that comment about like, yeah, Purina puppy chat, like yeah, like, like a commercial impromptu break. commercial, yeah. like uh, that was pretty funny. That was pretty funny, yeah. Uh, and then I, it confirmed because I think we talked about this last week. Abed is the one who only gets sperm; everyone yeah. else gets something else. Yeah, even Britta got an uh, iPod. Yeah, so. Um, yeah, in my opinion, great reunion. I uh, can't wait for the movie. Yeah, no, I mean, and one of the things that I was really surprised about this uh, table read is just how much uh, the cast seems to be a fan of the show here. Like, oh, yeah. They could, that was like, really cool. They could literally call back to, like, specific moments and, like, episodes and, like, actually know the name of it, the, like, you know, how it happened and all that stuff. Pretty much, like, hardcore fans of the show would uh, be able to remember it here. So, yeah, no, it was... Uh, so th- that was honestly kind of a pleasant surprise. And also just like how uh, well these guys interact with each other. Like they still, they still like each other. They yeah, still like, totally. you know, enjoy each other's company and all that. So honestly, the chemistry is still there. Yeah. Make the movie. Yeah. Honestly, uh, honestly, like no better opportunity. I feel like now. Yeah. Here. Yeah. And uh, I mean, if they do make it, you know, make it soon. Cause Donald's a busy dude. 
Yeah. Uh, other than that, I think most of them are probably available. <laughs> Speaking of which, I, 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 I do enjoy how much they... They gave him crap uh, for, for being for, for being for famous. Being, yeah, for how successful he was. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, that, that must have hap- happened with your Atlanta family here or yeah. something like that. Or, yeah, oh, yeah, like, how's that music career working out, Donald? Yeah. He's like, no, he's like, I'm, I'm still trying. Like, <laughs> you know, um, I think he had like a probably a, a gold record, at least a, maybe a platinum one. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Uh, but yeah, I think it was cool to kind of. I think it was cool because I, so I watched the after show too. I don't know if you watched that. Oh, the Q and A. Yeah, yeah, no, I most yeah. certainly did. Yeah. But then just talking, yeah, like talking about how much they enjoyed that time of their lives of you know, and that they're all truly friends. Yeah, I think it's kind of a rare thing. Yeah. Uh, but them talking about like uh listening to donald's first like uh demo like yeah. in the car and they're like oh crap he's gonna he's going be somewhere places, yeah. yeah um so i don't know all that was really cool i think it was also cool to hear like you said they're fans of the show like joel's kids are watching it danny's kids are watching it well yeah because like uh joel's uh kids quote like the part that we love like good news guys i spent all the money yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh yeah i think it was just really cool kind of experience and behind yeah. the scenes. No, it's a, uh, it's essentially just comfort food for like, just something that we just haven't had in a while here. You know, it's <clears> kind <throat> of the same feeling or vibe that, you know, we get from the parks and rec, uh, special here that we got uh, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Well, that's it. That's the show. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure you go on Apple podcasts, rate it up, give yeah. us that five star, uh, and check us out on our social medias. Coming very soon. Oh, yeah. We got to talk about that. Coming here. very soon. So those of you who have stayed through might almost sign off. Uh, we're going to be... So this week, we don't have a Thursday throwback. And there's a good reason for that. There's a good reason. We are uh, starting our first series as far as a show. Yeah, for th- uh, throwbacks and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. So we'll be... Our first uh, throwback series is going to be Avatar The Last Airbender. Yep. And so... Uh, Stay tuned for that. We're hoping to have that out in the next week or so. And we're going to kind of go into depth on you know, different episodes we liked and the characters, the lore, all that stuff. So, yeah. And j- just so we're clear, we're going to be tackling this season by season. Yeah. So, so yeah. And that'll change our schedule up a little bit. Um, so we potentially. Might, so. so we might be doing a Thursday throwback every other week, not every week. Potentially, right. But we'll see how things go. Yeah. Stay tuned for that. All right. Well, uh, have an awesome week. And remember, everyone's nerd about something. Peace out.